Oh my goodness, it's Saturday already and we're still just as well dressed. Uh, Corbett's here, Dylan Corbett, Matthew Cruzen. Big Saturday card. Again, we're recording these all on Friday. A little two-man challenge, so we'll see how we did on that first Friday with some soccer. And uh, if Illinois was able to cover that spread, we will find out, of course. Um, so we've got a stack card. I specifically with college football, which I'm going to tell you right now, has been my worst sport since we started this. I have been terrible. And I've been analyzing the numbers. I'm trying to figure it out. What's going on here? I'm, I'm only winning on BC, I think. I've been hammering a lot of away spreads, which has just been so not profitable for me. So I've kind of tailored a different approach to my card. Just want to get that out of the way. First, uh, speaking of getting things out of the way, how about UFC 254 at 11 o'clock central on a Saturday. What in the Sam hell? Uh, this has been a UFC I've been waiting for for so long. And it's just sandwiched into the middle of a college football uh, Saturday. So I, I don't understand what they're doing there. But I've highlighted two plays, a parlay and a single. Uh, just going straight to the main card. This is a fantastic main card. Um, this is the co-main event. Robert Whitaker against Jared Conanor. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't really been familiar with him, but I am familiar with Whitaker. Uh, and I'm taking him at a short number. Sharps appear to be on the other side. At least the line is moving towards the uh, other fighter. Sharps are a little hard to tell the action, uh, de deferring to the line movement in UFC. But I'll go Whitaker. This guy's a stud. He was a former champ. I've got him uh, at minus 105. And then a two-way parlay here. This is easy for me. I'm playing Khabib against Justin Gaethje. I got him at minus 335. I've got Khabib, who's undefeated. He's, he's unbelievable. He's a wrestler. He'll beat your face in. Uh, so I parlayed him with Alexander Folkoff, who is just this sturdy, tall, put you on the deck with your fists. Going against Walt Harris, who we saw lose to Alistair Overeem a couple months back. I was on Overeem, even though uh, the favorite was Harris. So I'm going to fade Harris again and do a little two-team, two-man parlay there. Alexander Volkov and Khabib is going to be still holding up the belt at the end of this bizarre uh, kind of, you know, it's in Fight Island. That's why it's so early our time, but still just weird time for UFC 250. 254. That wraps up my very brief fight, fighter analysis. Uh, let's go to the pitch, Matt. Yes, starting my morning off in the EPL, I have two plays. First one will be Crystal Palace in a pick'em against Fulham. Fulham is the worst team in the English Premier League on the route to relegation. Crystal Palace is a middle-of-the-pack team. They, I looked hard at this money line. I believe they were plus 180, but I'm going to play it safe. Go with a pick them. Could see a draw happening. Right. And then my other game here, excuse me, my other play is going to be Chelsea plus a quarter. Big matchup for them against Man U. Uh, this will likely have implications later on of top four, top six finish. Obviously, top four is the goal yep. to make it to the next Champions League. I think Chelsea can win this game, or at a minimum, I I see lots of draws this weekend. Starting yesterday with Friday, I see lots of draws in these uh, English Premier matchups. So I have Chelsea plus a quarter there. Good stuff. Yeah, I am avoiding the EPL. I'm going straight to Bundesliga. Um, I'm going to play a bounce back for Dortmund. Uh, didn't they get crushed in their uh, was it their Champions League matchup? But there was a reason. Uh, or maybe they came back, but it was they were not looking good eventually. So I'm going to play them in a bounce back here against Schalk. Uh, minus two, very short juice, minus 105. So maybe Holland could get a couple of goals there, um, and we'll take either a push or maybe an outright win. I parlay two here. I'm on MGB at Mainz. 
uh, minus 153 on the road. And then uh, a team we were playing with FIFA last night, this is uh, Red Bull Leipzig, right? Leipzig, am I pronouncing that right? Um, so I've got them Leipzig. at minus Leipzig. So it's Leipzig against, uh, I'm not going to even try and pronounce what MGB is, Maga Glagabaka or something. You know, MGB is what I got there. Uh, so that's a little plus 144. Uh, two-team parlay there. And that wraps up soccer uh, for me. Let's get into a college football slate. Yes, I'll start my afternoon off with Alabama, Tennessee, over 66. The total has gone over in every Alabama game except for maybe one. Tennessee, unders have been hitting more often than the overs, but they're not a good defensive team. I think the unders are more of a product of them not playing anybody really good yet. They got whooped by Kentucky last week. I believe they got whooped by Georgia the week before. I see this as an Alabama blowout, scoring 40-plus themselves. Tennessee score a couple. We hit that over. Going to my own boys here, Notre Dame, minus 10 against Pitt. I think yeah. this line is way, way off because of a very poor performance last week. Notre Dame barely scratching out a win against Louisville. I think they come out hot. And then for at least the main event for me on a Saturday and the boys, since we are in Minnesota, row the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers. Minnesota plus three, Minnesota plus 130. The fighting Harbaugh's are coming in town. Michigan is overrated once again. Obviously, it's hard to rate any of these teams with, you know, what we're going through right now. But give me Minnesota. The two most important players in this game are Tanner Morgan and Rashad Bateman, both of who play for Minnesota. The offense will be clicking. The defense did lose some guys, Antoine Winfield, Carter Coughlin, Kamal Martin, but they have guys ready to step up, make plays, Gophers by two touchdowns. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, game day coming here. I'll actually be heading town right as they're setting up shop, but uh, I was here last time game day was here at Minnesota. We were there live. Uh, I think David Pollock, we were, he might have stiffed me on the handshake maybe, but we were right up in there. All right, I got an 11 play card, I know, or 11 bet card. Just feel free to fade. It starts with Boston College, of course, because it never doesn't start with Boston College. Minus four, they're at home. They're going to blow out Georgia Tech. That line's a disgrace. Uh, moving on. Feel free to fade that as well, but hashtag get in. Um, Big Ten opening up, fade the Huskers. I've been doing this ever since we were covering them in Rapid City. They are terrible. Scott Frost, uh, that seat might be getting a little hot, especially after you get blown out in the horseshoe. I've got Ohio State minus 26. Uh, let's see here. Penn State, I already hate this line. I punched it earlier. Minus six and a half. Sharps are all over Indiana at home. I'll take Penn State. I think they're a better team, right? Um, let's see here. Going to the Mountain West. So another team I covered during my time in Rapid City. How about the Pokes? No, not Oklahoma State. The Wyoming Cowboys. The Pokes. On the road, minus three and a half. Craig Bowl is a very good head coach. He's done a nice job there. I've got them in the first Mountain West, uh, Mountain West matchup. Uh, a road favorite minus three and a half going back to the Miami. Well, yes, this is a favorite team. I like to follow in the ECC Virginia's dog biscuits. I'll take Miami minus 11 and a half. No, it doesn't start. It doesn't stop there. I'm grabbing my second sheet of paper here to get to my other college football bets. Here is where I'm attacking some home teams. Yes. Uh, Navy plus 15. I didn't even write down who they were facing, but I like them. I think it's Houston. Uh, so I'll take Navy getting possibly disrespected uh, against Houston. Uh, yes, that is the case. Houston did just win and cover, but again, Navy's three and two. They're a well-coached team. I think that's too many points at home. Uh, Wake Forest against Virginia Tech. Yes, Virginia Tech. I will go against you again. I will go against you until the day I die. 
Uh, Wake Forest at home, ACC matchup there. I play a bounce back uh, or rather a letdown for Virginia Tech there on the road, Wake plus 10. How about Oklahoma State? This might be the only team that could represent the Big 12. They're getting short minus three and a half at home against a fellow ranked team, Iowa State. Iowa State's terrible. Oklahoma State rolls. Let's go. Fighting Mike Gundy's in the mullets. Minus three and a half. Purdue, plus three and a half at home. Fade Iowa in the racist. Kirk Ferentz and his son. Fade them. They're toast. They're going to lose. I've got Purdue at home winning outright, but I'll take them with the points. Plus three and a half. Another wacky Big 12 kind of upset, I feel. West Virginia's three and one. Texas Tech's one and three. Give me Texas Tech. Plus three at home. And then lastly, out West, everyone loves the Hawaii Chaser. Not tonight. It's Hawaii on the road against Fresno State. I will be fading Hawaii because everyone, their mother, is going to be hitting Hawaii. So I'll take Fresno State at home, minus three and a half, and that uh, wraps up my crazy uh, kind of college football card there as I run out of breath. So we're going to see what the standings are, of course, after our short cards on Friday. And this is where the money's made here heading into Sunday. That wraps up a very extensive core bets on a Saturday. He's Matt Cruzan. I'm Dylan Corbett. We're back again for a Sunday card on core bets.